the old pre-meds podcast, session number 288. You're a non-traditional student entering the medical field on your terms. You may have had some hiccups along the way, but now you're ready to change course and go back and serve others as a physician. This podcast is here to help answer your questions and help educate you on your non-traditional journey to becoming a physician. Welcome to the old pre-meds podcast. My name is Dr. Ryan Gray, your host here every week where I take your questions directly from the non-traditional pre-med discussion over at premedforms.com. This week, I have a great question about a past career potentially hindering getting in to medical school. Before we dive in, I want to talk about the MCAT Minutes brought to you by Blueprint MCAT. As we're recording this, it is getting into September, and the question is, do I try to squeeze in that final MCAT, that retake in September, or do I push it back to January? And ultimately, the question comes down to you. Are you ready to retake, or are you just trying to squeeze it in for the application cycle? Never rush the MCAT. Good things never happen when it you rush the MCAT. So if you need to retake the MCAT and you're struggling between squeezing it in in September or taking it in January or later, I'm always very conservative when it comes to this. And the answer for me is always delay, delay, delay. Because all you're doing is potentially showing medical schools that you don't have good judgment and you continue to rush, you continue to rush, you continue to rush, and you're failing and failing and failing all over again. As Einstein says, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. So don't do the same thing. Don't rush it, push it back, delay. That's the MCAT Minute brought to you by Blueprint MCAT. Go check out all of their amazing free resources at blueprintmcat.com. So our question asker today is worried about a prior career in the pharmaceutical sales industry. They say, hi guys, I hope all is well and thank you in advance for your insight. I am 27 years old and have worked as a pharmaceutical sales rep for the last three years. I call on ophthalmologists and spend every day interacting with physicians, either in their office or surgery center. I thought this would be beneficial to my application, but have come across some opinions as of late that disagree. Will my career be seen positively or negatively? Can I use the hours on the job spent shadowing physicians in clinic or in surgery as shadowing hours? Should I get experience shadowing physicians from different specialties? All right, so great questions. Several questions here built into one. I love this type of question because the first point that this student makes is one that I love to make sure that nobody falls into the same mistake. They said, I thought this would be beneficial to my application. I want to make it clear that there is no moral judgment on anything that you do in your application. The thing that you do does not make your application good or bad. So many of you go through life I'm going to do this because it'll help my application. I don't want to do that because that'll hurt my application. I want to do this because it it will make me stand out. And unfortunately, with with thousands upon thousands upon thousands, 60 plus thousand students applying to medical school, there's nothing that you're going to do to stand out. It's not what you do 
that makes an, an, an application or that activity good or bad. It's how you reflect on it, how you write about it, what you learned from it, how it impacted you, that makes all the difference. Now you see how I chose my words very carefully there. I did not say, it's not about what you do, it's about how it prepared you to be a doctor. I did not say that. So many of you try to to twist and turn everything that you do into, and this is going to make me be a great doctor, and this is going to make me be a great doctor, and this is going to make me be a great doctor. And it's not the point of this exercise. The point of the application is to show me, show me the reviewer, show the medical schools, the admissions committees, the impact that these activities have had on you as a person not how they are preparing you for your future career as a physician. That, to me, is how you stand out in an application because now the far majority of students are not doing that because they don't listen to me, shame on them. But the the few students like you who are watching this and listening to this right now who listen to me and actually absorb this information and do a great job of reflecting on your experiences and talking about the impact, that reviewer, that admissions committee can see who you are, not who you think they want you to be. That is a very, very big difference, and I want you to understand that. The goal, in my opinion, of the application is to show them who you are, not who you think they want you to be. And many students, many, many, many students do the latter and not the former. So the first point that I wanted to make with this question is make sure that you're not looking at all of your activities going, that's going to hurt me, that's going to help me, that's going to help me, that's going to hurt me. The goal is to be able to reflect on it. How did this impact you? How did you impact it? That helps. That's what makes an activity impactful. Not just the title of being a pharmaceutical sales rep, right? I have no judgment of pharmaceutical sales reps. There's no judgment there. So the people who are adding judgment to the title, which you said, I've come across some opinions as of late that disagree. Those are judgments on the title that mean nothing. There are plenty of opinions out there that don't mean anything. Everyone loves to have an opinion. Unfortunately, a lot of people's opinions love to be negative. You have to ignore them. You have to ignore them. They don't mean anything. So as you are working on your application, you're writing your experience descriptions for this activity, for this job, talk about the impact. What's the alternative here? (laughs) What's the alternative? You're like, um, well, I was a pharmaceutical sales rep. A couple people have said, well, that may hurt me, so I'm not even going to bother applying to medical school. Right? There's no alternative. So what does it matter what these few people's opinions mean, what they're saying? There may be a medical school admissions committee member out there or a reviewer out there looking at your application at maybe your dream school. Who goes, oh, sales rep, we don't want that. You can't, you, you can't 
you can't predict what is going to happen. You can't control how other people are going to react to that title of pharmaceutical sales rep. What you can control is how you reflect on that experience and write the description and most meaningful essay, assuming you mark it as a most meaningful essay. You can control that. You can't control other people's reactions. You can't control other people's biases. So will it hurt you? No. Will it potentially hurt you at some specific schools? Maybe, yes. Right? That's just life. That's just life. Everyone has judgments. Everyone has biases, whether they're, they're uh, subconscious or not. Right? We, we all have our own issues. Okay? But for you, you've done it. Now reflect on it in the application. So going into the other questions, can I use the hours on the job spent shadowing physicians as shadowing hours? Yes, you definitely can. And what I typically recommend is, let's say you worked 100 hours as a pharmaceutical sales rep, right, just nice even number there, and 10 hours were spent shadowing. In your application, you'll put shadowing 10 hours as one activity, right? If you have other hours added into that, And then in another activity, you'll put pharmaceutical sales rep and you'll put 90 hours. Even though you worked 100 hours, you already used 10 of those hours to mark as shadowing. So that's a very easy way to split an activity into two categories without double dipping the hours. That's just something you wanna make sure you don't do. Don't double dip those hours. It's a very common thing for students who are clinical research coordinators as well to split those hours. So definitely something you can do. And then the, the last question here about should I shadow other specialties, that's really up to you and your timeline and, and what other responsibilities that you have and just the time commitments that you have. If you have time, sure, great, go shadow some other physicians. Finding physicians to shadow is hard. During COVID, it's even harder. And so if you can't, don't worry about it. If you can, great, go and do it. It's not a requirement, but it's a, it's a good thing that some medical schools will like to see that you're out there shadowing other specialties and not just a surgical subspecialty in particular. So some great questions there, hopefully some good answers that will help all of you really understand the goal of this process is not to have the title of the job that stands out or it's going to hurt you or help you or whatever, but it's really that self-reflection. It's that storytelling that you're able to do in the application. It's something I talk a lot about in my uh, in my books, the pre-med playbook series, whether it's the guide to writing you know, the medical school personal statement or guide to the medical school application process. Go check out those books if you haven't already. And if you haven't yet signed up for Application Academy, you should go do so. For the 2022-2023 application cycle, we are open for business. You can go sign up and reserve your spot. We have some great changes in store. This first year, the 2021-2022 application cycle has been a blast. It's been super successful for students, and we're going to change it and make it even better in the future. So go check that out again, applicationacademy.com. And don't forget to go check out Blueprint MCAT and all their amazing free resources at blueprintmcat.com. Have a great day. We'll see you next time here on the Old Pre-Meds Podcast.
This is MedEd Media.